Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is straight talk you won't hear anywhere else. I'm Galen Bingham, and this is Whiskey, Jazz, and Leadership Podcast. Cheers. Boy, that is good. That is good. Hey, let's jump in. Uh, I guess one of the first questions is, um, what am I drinking? Let's see, what am I drinking right now? You know, I I have really, really fallen in love with Calumet, this 14-year version. There, There are several different age derivations of the Calumet whiskey or bourbon. That 14 year has really has really kind of captured my imagination. And uh, you know, I, I started drinking it neat and um I don't know, it was kind of a kind of a warm summer day, so I dropped a few ice cubes in there and and that's kind of been my go to for a while. So um if you get a chance, find that Calumet fourteen year and uh Give it a try. So um, this is technically episode number one. And uh, a lot of my friends have asked, you know, hey, what's up with the name? Uh, Whiskey, Jazz and Leadership. Well, you know, I I love whiskey. (laughs) Uh, I'm quite fond of jazz and um, I am really really deep into leadership so I've been in corporate America for close to 30 years uh, both managing company P&L's company responsibilities some of the largest brands on the planet I did that for about 22 years almost 25 years but um, just under 25 years and um, then I got into this space even before leaving corporate America I I opened up a retail business where it was my money on the line and opened up a um, a frozen yogurt shop and hired a whole bunch of people under the age of 20 uh, to manage my fortune uh, operationally and did that for close to six years. While I was doing that, um, 
I kept getting requests from executives for me to come in and coach either them or help their organizations get better at what they were doing. And that led to me getting certified as an executive coach. So uh, really, really trained on how to do that at the highest level. And that has taken me literally all around the world, uh, working with executives in multiple countries. Uh, and just this is my this is my deal. This is what I enjoy. And uh, actually, this is my second podcast. The first podcast is still out there. It's the Leadership Toolbox. And just really, really good stuff over there. But it was really just hardcore, straight motivation, inspiration. And I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to do something that would combine the three things that I really, really enjoy. And just really cut to the quick. Just cut right to what people need to hear, what people need to know so that they can live the kind of life that they want to live, that uh, they don't have to be afraid of uh, all the things that get in the way of us staking a claim on our piece of the world. Uh, and that's really kind of the, the vision for this, for this podcast. I, I hope you guys will join me, uh, spread the word, um, share this with anyone that you think needs to hear the real uh, about number one what to drink out there because uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of noise in the whiskey and the bourbon land and um, really I drink bourbon but uh, I've got a lot of whiskeys that I enjoy that don't technically qualify as bourbon I don't know that I truly understand the difference between the two but those who do understand, uh, they make a big deal uh, out of w whether it's bourbon or whiskey. So I, I just say whiskey. Uh, but there's a lot of noise out there where folks say that you've you've got to drink this. You got to drink it this way. You can't put Coke in it. You got to put Coke in it. You can't put any ice in it. You got to drink it neat. But you got to put ice. In. So there's you know. Hey, look, my line is. Uh, only drink what you like to drink. And if you don't like to drink it, then I'm going to absolutely require that you don't drink it if you don't like it. Um, I, I've got, I don't know, maybe 55 bottles um, of whiskeys, bourbons, a few ryes, maybe a couple of scotches. Uh, but... Uh, I'd say out of that 55, uh, 50 of them are open. So by definition, I am not a collector uh, because collectors um, just have bottles. They're sealed. They worry about the age. They worry about the, the price of it. They probably have it archived. And if that's you, God bless you. But if I buy a bottle and it's not opened, it is purely by accident and and that bottle's time is coming so um technically i am not a collector but i got some interesting stuff i got some stuff that i like to drink uh or i've got some i've got some bottles that um someone recommended uh so i bought a bottle and i had a couple of drinks and maybe it's still sitting there um but yeah I, i'm not a collector uh, you're not going to find very many bottles 
uh, on the glass uh, with uh, sirens going off and lights flashing say hey I've got this bottle of whatever that's not going to happen so that's my that's my thing but yeah right now I'm definitely loving the Calumet uh, 14 year Um, I guess it's around I don't know, 89, 90, maybe 100 bucks. You might be able to find it depending on where you are. But it's definitely worth it from my from my perspective. All right. And then, OK, so jazz. Let me let me tell you my thing with jazz. Um, I did not like jazz for the longest time. So for the longest time. You know, I, I'm old school R&B, love some hip hop. Uh, I mean, old school hip hop and um, jazz just kind of snuck in on on me. And uh, I was um, a few years back. I was over over a buddy's house and we were getting ready to go out to play some ball. And uh, he was getting dressed, but he had he had Miles Davis playing on the stereo system. And I had I had not I'd heard of Miles Davis, but I'd never really listened to Miles Davis because, you know, like I said, I wasn't into jazz, but he was playing. I think it was Tutu and I was just absolutely blown away. I was mesmerized. And when he came out, you know, I had to find out who is that? And he told me it was Miles Davis. It was Tutu. And so I think we stayed for another 15, 20 minutes just listening to that album. And uh, when I came, you know, when we I came back the following week and we we're getting ready to play some ball. Uh, I said, hey, um, put on some more of that tutu that you were playing the last time it was over. And he refused to do that. He said, I'm not going to play any more tutu, but I will play some more Miles Davis for you. And then he broke out kind of blue. And I was just absolutely mesmerized because both of those albums sounded really, really intense, really cool, but they sounded really different. And from that point, I just really got amazed and enamored by how these two different sounds could come from one person and uh, I think at the time Dubop was out totally different now here you know Dubop if you're if you're into that at all is when he was Miles Davis was was fusing jazz with hip-hop and at the time I don't think I'd ever heard that before I mean I was into hip-hop starting to get into hip hop pretty strong and was starting to dig jazz and here this guy was fusing the two and so that just really kind of that kind of messed with me and at that point Miles Davis became became my dude um and I just started trying to buy everything I could find at that point so um that's where jazz really kind of captured me and um, and leadership has been my deal for a while. Like I said, I, I've been um, in the corporate space for a long time, but um, as an African-American in corporate America, uh, there is a certain 
let's just say there's a certain sensitivity that you got to walk with um, in order to survive and be successful. And uh, let's just say that you can't you can't really always be fully yourself in all of your settings. You, you've got to be aware of how you're being viewed. You've got to be aware of of uh, making sure that you're doing things well, but not too well. Right. You can't be too good. And uh, the better you are at playing small, usually the more success you have. And once you get really good at playing small, eventually you um, lose sight of what you really want. And uh, after doing that for several years and getting in trouble for not playing small enough at times, um, you know, this podcast is my is is almost like my coming out where uh, I just want to hit you guys with what what the real deal is and as we have callers um, we're going to include that into the conversation Uh, I'm going to reach out to some of my friends who are still in corporate America I've got a lot of friends that are executive coaches a lot of friends that are running businesses a lot of friends that are uh, corporate executives and uh, I'm just going to bring them in uh, pour them some nice whiskey (laughs) and see if I can entice them uh, to share with you what the real deal is for you to achieve your goals, whether that's in corporate America, whether that's running your own business or whether that's just living your life and trying to grab your piece of the world. Uh, That's my commitment. And I hope you guys will join me uh, on this journey. So um, I guess this will qualify as episode one, but I just wanted to jump on here and and kind of give you guys a sense as to what this is going to be about. Uh, and um, as I said, hope you guys will join me on the journey. This is Galen Bingham, the Leadership Strategist. Until next time, take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.